This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with DJ Barker and Melanie Wells. All right. So uh, what are we going to talk about next, Kelly? Well, I'm going to tee up this case study. Uh, We have, let's see, we have Holden and Eleanor. Um early 60s or late 50s early 60s and it turns out they do work with an investment advisor but Eleanor is a little bit of a busybody and likes hmm. to get in there and start saying no don't do that um, she's adamant that growth stocks are coming back and is she's not following you know she's telling them don't follow these recommended sales keep investing in tech their portfolios overweighted tech financials communication services pretty much everybody who's on the lower end um, She's deviated from the investment plan uh, they've developed with their advisor. Um, they're also behind in uh, 10-year rule liquidity because Holden is planning on retiring in about six years. And there's, she's still investing pretty aggressively, I think. So you're saying she's not putting money aside yeah, for yeah. known spending needs. So, I mean, what we're looking at here is, like, do y'all, like, DJ, Melanie, do you see it when you have investors who just refuse to believe the current economic cycle? Like, they're like, no, 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 it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's- we have no comment. <laughs> so that's, that's a well, yes. Hey, you know what, though? Since uh, since I don't really yeah. directly talk to a lot of clients, usually when I get called in, it's because we do have some of these folks yeah. that are resistant to the change. Mm-hmm. And, and I can tell you, uh, you know, what it is, uh, since 2010, we've seen growth companies yeah. knock the cover off the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the growth index versus the the uh, value index or even the blend, which the blend, in my opinion, is the S&P 500, um, you have seen significant outperformance yeah. in those growth companies. There's one main reason for that, and it is low interest rates. Uh, in 2006 and seven, I used to do the bond buying around Hensler Financial, and I recall that I could get 5% in a 8, 9, 10-year bond. Uh, mm-hmm. Guess what? Can't even do that not, today. Yeah. Right. Not even not today yet. I mean, you're starting to get kind of close on the corporate side. But the fact is, when you look at treasuries, those high-quality bonds, you're getting, you know, 3 Point five, maybe, and that was just mm-hmm. this week. And yeah. that's good. And it's, yeah. oh, yeah, I mean, we all look at right. that like it's a huge blessing. Right. <laughs> it's been years. Just three and a half percent. Take I, it. The only benefit you can say is the Fed's target is yeah. still 2% in inflation. So as long as you can match inflation in your, your bond portfolio, if you've got it set aside like we do with 10 year rule money, you're, you're marking time with the market and you're not losing um, purchasing power. So, uh, you know, if if that be the case, then everybody's happy. But if you, you get these folks that are anchored to these mm-hmm. growth strategies because mm-hmm. for years they've That's been That's all they remember. They don't yeah. think about what happened. You right. know, they just think, my goodness, it's been so good. Why am I going to why am I going to change what's worked? Right. Well, I because can tell you Because what worked may not work in the Next future. Time. Right. Exactly. Well, and, you know, there's a lot of folks the that say, same you know, it. this is not the market of Warren Buffett. Mm-hmm. This is not the market of uh, all these people that made so much money in value type stocks for so long. If you're an analyst, you've been trained 
to invest, somewhat like Buffett, where you try to find intrinsic value in a stock. Mm-hmm. The reality is these growth companies, uh, they're, they're not horrible, but the reality is you've got this forecasted revenue and and it doesn't always come true so mm-hmm. we've been talking about a situation uh where holden and eleanor have uh kind of they've hired they're themselves. bucking the trend they're yeah doing. well they're <laughs> bucking the advice of yes. someone that they pay to give, to give them to advice them. yeah mm-hmm. uh which i mean we see these situations it's it's not terribly uncommon it's uh more common than we would like um but but in reality i mean yeah. you know i've talked about it there the environment's changed it's easy to see why they might be anchored to growth stocks we love a good growth stock when sure. it's time for owning mm-hmm. a growth stock but the reality is you know every asset class doesn't win every year although we've gotten kind of spoiled on growth yeah so uh kelly lynn i you know i, I know you set this up so that we could talk about these things and, absolutely and the big thing is um you know we're, we're living this real time because you know the nasdaq tech heavy nasdaq is down about 25 percent values down but not mm-hmm. remotely that much maybe and she's, seven or eight percent i mean look at what i mean even in this the study they say she's in tech financials communication services who's at the bottom every yeah. single yeah. week mm-hmm. well i think it's important to, to understand that you know she you know everyone does what they do well and do that but if you hire a professional you you kind of still need to listen to, to what those if you believe that philosophy of that individual and mm-hmm. you, know, right. you kind of have to set in and, and understand that you know diversifying away from you know those those company though it's done well you still have to think every single year you've got to reposition a portfolio that may mean taxes that may mean that you're selling something at a gain yeah. or potentially well, at a loss i mean isn't that diversifying the way don't it, you want your portfolio to to increase and shouldn't you rebalance once in a while well you should but i think we get you know we're emotional right we don't necessarily from what we see time from time to time is that these you know we have clients that don't necessarily they want to have an increase in their portfolio but they don't want to pay any taxes right. on that portfolio that is probably the biggest stick and that's a tax. that's a hard I, hard thing because i would imagine that's probably what's going to happen with them too yeah. you know maybe yeah. that's why they haven't sold and they're behind on the liquidity yeah it, it yeah. very well could be and you know there's there's ways you can manage the tax situation this year alone uh, you know, if you've had very many trades, it, it, put it like this. If you had rebalanced at the end of last year and you had taken gains where you had, you know, your growth companies were mm-hmm. up huge, mm-hmm. you would have had a tax bill. You could offset some of that maybe by selling some on December 31st, sell a little bit more in January. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you see what the market has done now. You've got probably got some losses, maybe even from the trades that you placed and you could offset some of the gains that you had from the rebalance of you know the end yeah. of year beginning yeah. of year but the thing is when you don't consider rebalancing an option as you said dj you get you get really emotional and and sometimes people get tied to i hear this more about home depot and apple around here yeah. the reason mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. a lot of folks saw home depot a local company uh going up in the late 80s and they bought into it huge right and and wrote it up and it's been a great portfolio uh stalwart and they didn't want to sell so now they have this major Mm, issue you know what your rmd is coming in your 401k or your ira and at some point you're gonna have to sell the stuff so you know it's it's gonna make 
big gains from that. You're going to have to, it's much different in a retirement account, but uh, the reality is you're still going to have to do something with it. So, right. um, you know, you can manage any of those. You can manage it definitely from a retirement account situation. You just have to pay income on it. But in a taxable account where you've got these huge gains, you're going to have to pay tax. I'll tell you one thing. Last week, I was talking to one of our associates and she had a client who was uh, adamant, didn't want to sell NVIDIA. One day this past week, NVIDIA was down 9.5%. So it prompted us to look from about uh, middle of last month where they had the conversation about, hey, we want to sell NVIDIA, and they were adamant, didn't want to. It's going to come back. Yeah, well, it's down 22%. But it's going to come back. Well, it might. And and the thing is, I don't think NVIDIA is a dead company. No, it's it's probably not. not. It's just not its time. Right. So here's the thing, though. From from a month and a half ago, when you have the conversation, it's down 22%. This is a 22% tax. I'm using air quotes that right. don't work mm-hmm. real well on the radio, <laughs> but I told you about them, so now it's in your mind. So uh, anyway, 22% of the whole oh. amount is way more than any capital gains tax you're ever going to have to pay because it only applies to the gain. You're going to pay at most 20%, mm-hmm. a lot of it depending on your income, uh, and and 20% of the gain, I guarantee you, is less than a 22% overall haircut in a month and a half when somebody's telling you, hey, look, this needs to be managed a little bit. So, right. You've uh, taken you know, all your, your potential profits off the right. table because it's yeah. now down Correct. more than what you would have paid in tax. Uh, well, it doesn't make yeah, so in, in my opinion, uh, I think what you need to do is when you're looking for an advisor, make sure that it's a good fit for you. Yeah, I think you have to absolutely, you have to trust the the fundamentals of the firm philosophy, whatever that firm is. If you believe that that makes sense for you and your family, then great. But you can't necessarily blame him that your portfolio is down if you have handcuffs on the allocation. Right. If you're not going to sell, if you're not going to buy, if you're not going to do tax loss harvesting, if you're not going to do these things that, again, we don't like to sell something at a loss, but we will strategically for, tax, right. for the tax benefit. Same thing. Right. We want you to sell something that we like at a gain to re-diversify some of those profits out. You have to think bigger than just, I don't know, I like this company, so I don't want to sell it. We like a lot of the companies who they were probably in your portfolio too, mm-hmm. right. but it's the safety aspect that we yeah. need to rediversify out, right? And and if 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 you, you know, if you if you're the one that's taking a lot of the control in the portfolio, you can't blame that that individual for the right. the, the potential like, portfolio. Hey, we hire you to do all this for us, but you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. So it's like, well, why did you hire us? Yeah, right. And, yeah, you're you're paying. You're still paying right for the service that you're not getting. I and mean, you're right. clearly not happy for paying your, your taxes. Right. Yeah, where, there's where only else? so much we. Can can do when you're telling us not to do all these other things. Correct. And and the thing is, what we sell literally is a service and a portfolio. It is not a stock. Yeah. And I it's mean, a conscious. You have to look at it right. in the overall We take sense. that emotion out we of it. We take the emotion yeah. out of it and say, yes. And listen, we, you know, we manage our money the way kind of our investment and our clients are too. We like the same companies. We get that service for employees as well. As employees, you get mm-hmm. to in- invest like mm-hmm. our clients. So we're in it with you, but you just have to believe in that. And, and we are trying to tell you this on for your best interest. Sure. It, it's not our portfolio. It's your portfolio. It's 
your best interest if you re-diversify a portfolio, if you have these honest talks and honest conversations with yourself. So, um, and, and the thing is, you know, we have a lot of clients that are adamant about holding one position or absolutely. another. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. and, and that doesn't always get in the way. But if you have this bent toward one style of investing and it doesn't fit with your advisor, you're in a mm-hmm. bad spot. Yeah. And what we do sometimes is say, listen, why don't you take X amount of dollars and put it in an account for you and you invest and you have that play account yeah. right. and you do, do take you these want. stocks and do and you if, if you can do that. But then you have your core investment, you know, that says, all right, here's your financial plan. Here's the core holdings. We're going to do what we need to do with all of this money. But you take that portion. And if you want to play the market, play the market. Right. But at least we know your plan is still going to be intact. Yeah. Your fundamentals are intact with mm-hmm. our allocation that we're managing. Have fun with that. And let's see where things go. That way it's a safety, but at least you're not kind of commingling those two thought mm-hmm. processes together. Sure. So that may sure. be an option for you that you just kind of break some of that aside. Let that advisor go do to what he needs to do. And, and then you, you do what you want with the tech and, and, and have yeah. a good time. Yeah. And, and I mean, that gives you the, the mental outlet that you can be over there doing what you and I mean, hold them accountable if you want to. Hey, look, my strategy did whatever. But I'll assure you that there's going to come a day that you'll walk in the advisor's office and your strategy will not be beating them. And mm-hmm. it vacillates. It goes yeah, back and forth. It will go back and forth. Yeah. It will go back and forth. Right. Well, no doubt. But maybe that will give you some, some of that guidance and, and peace of mind. Yeah. I think that's best. Uh, find an advisor at the end of the day. Find an advisor that works for you. Yeah. 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 You know, somebody yeah. that fits well. I, you know, we see these situations from time to time where uh, right now the the theme and we've talked about it is kind of you got folks that have anchored to the benefits of investing in growth only uh when interest rates rise i've made the point you know you you struggle a little more Mm -hmm. interest rate sensitivity yeah generally thought of as duration in this industry uh is much higher in those growth stocks um you know we're getting indications that the uh, overnight lending rate might have to go to 4.2 percent which is still tame by comparison when you think of 1980 uh you know paul volcker had to spike the interest rate to 19 percent overnight just to kill inflation it had been going on for 10 years by then but hey you know what if we don't see a surprise and there's a lot of folks making this case if we don't see the fed surprise the market pretty quickly we could be in that same situation but dj i know you had uh, kind of an interesting situation happen to you recently uh that i wanted to highlight before we move on from this yeah so we talk a lot of times uh, about fixed income over the last decade fixed income rates have been bad yeah (laughs) and so you know we have our clients that we like (laughs) to have fdinc insured cds municipals treasuries something like Mm -hmm. that something that's got a full guarantee so all of a lot of clients ask us well where else can we go i can find you know high high bonds corporate bonds or yeah, these different entities they are, call exactly, them high yield exactly nice They're looking for, for junk right. i was gonna say last week i think uh justin said you know high yield actually is a better word for junk yes well, it's, funny. it's funny there's an etf out there for high yield bonds and it's Ticker symbol is literally J N K. Yeah, right. there Junk. you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they know. <laughs> so we've got we've had clients in the past tell us, listen, I understand you like this CD. It's paying fifty bips, but I can go out and get a six percent corporate. Why would I not do that? So we educate our clients. That's a big thing. So I have a, a, a I was talking to an individual who went out and found a high yield um, rate in Lebanon. 
Lebanon, not not Lebanon, Lebanon Tennessee. We're talking about yeah, Lebanon, right? Oh, okay. So as in Beirut, Le- exactly Lebanon. right. Yeah, okay. So they uh, the CDs have been there. They have just matured, and over the last couple of months, he's been trying to get his seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars back from Lebanon. And there's a problem, huh? Yeah, they're not going to send him the money. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. He lives in the United States. Clearly, <laughs> uh, sent his money. They were fine to accept the cash they wired it in they were fine to invest the cash and now that the cash has gone from cd to cash he can't get his money so this is the what we talk about never chase the yield don't be emotional to try to go get that yield don't be emotional you You have to think money safe exactly right so i think this is an extreme but these things happen we see them and that is why as an advisor We've seen and we've heard the stories. This was right. a, you know, we. That's why we want you to listen to the advice. Right. It's not about so, arguing. DJ. You're telling me that if he had come to you beforehand and said, "Hey, look, I've got this great opportunity to buy some CDs from a bank in Lebanon," you would have said, "No, Run. no, no," and I would have used some if other it words. Maybe. No, <laughs> good lord, no. Yeah. Yeah, this is why we don't. do Well, that. here's the thing. One of the basic tenets of finance is. If the yield is higher, if the return, especially if they're promising you a return, is higher, mm-hmm. it means there is more, more risk. risk. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's like great. Con- he had a great return. You learn. Can't right. get the cash, but that was a heck of a return for those yeah. few years. <laughs> And did he yeah. get like did he were they paying like I mean I guess you probably don't know but paper, were they paying coupons sure. like did he get I didn't interest? even ask it was probably uh, yeah, put in that it was okay they it, was, on the, yeah. it was all going to be in, in, in there and Ugh. you know and what are you going to do get on an airplane and fly there but it's, and it like, it's, how much did you really get more? You, you know, was it uh, really worth it? I mean, yeah. obviously zero not. And finding an attorney right. to work this is going to be interesting. Sounds yeah. like 100% so. loss. Good luck. Until he finds one who's going to be like, yeah, for, for sure, for, for a price, yeah. I, will, I will take on that case. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can always give us a call, 770-429-9166. Ask for Melanie Wells or DJ Barker. They can help you out. Absolutely. All right. Mark it up or down, guys. Up. Up. How about that? I'm going down. No, no. (laughs) That stings a little bit. It does. You know me, I'm saying up. Uh, Thanks for listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.